0: Hey! We're the Game Swirlers, the wine and book club of games. I'm
1: Ethan. I'm Nathan. I'm Alex. Let's talk games.
2: Hello and welcome to the Game Swirlers. Uh, Today we have a very special uh, treat. I would call it a special treat because this is, after all... Halloween. Halloween. And it's the 20th anniversary
1: Yeah, of I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. That's it, yes. A, a game by Harlan Ellison. Mm-hmm. It came out in nineteen ninety five for the PC. Um, and there's also a short story by Harlan Ellison of the same name, but that came out uh, almost thirty years earlier, nineteen sixty seven. When... Oh, nineteen sixty seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's published by Night Dive Studios and um, developed by Dreamscape, I believe. Yes. Yes. So, or Cyber Dreams. Cyber Dreams. So.
2: Is that what the uh, the S is when when the game? Moves yes, two snakes. Two uh, snakes. Sa- ah, okay.
1: I don't know. Well, I guess
2: we should also preface by saying this, as, as we kind of said beforehand, this is not a review, this is just what we take away from it, the experiences that we, we've had playing the game and uh, you know thinking about it overall. So I guess game summary then, right? Mm-hmm. Alright, so we have a five, would you call them protagonists? Five characters, characters right? Yeah. Um, so, I, I guess it's kind of interesting, but who did you pick first? So, the, you know, we're presented with five characters, and. You the order they're presented. Okay.
1: All right. I picked them in the. Right. It, we, you want to talk about who we had? <clears throat> the characters.
0: Yeah, sure. We had Gorister, Ted, Ellen, Nim, Nimdok? Nimdok? Nimdok, yeah. Nimdok. Not his real name. And Benny. And Benny. Mm-hmm. I, I chose to go with Gorister first, just simply because he was on the left. Yeah, left-, no, was, left to right, yeah. yeah there was no. I don't know, didn't have anyone to relate to yet, so it's just Goth Guy on the left first. And I think it was presented in
1: a good way like that. Uh, it sort of progressed, and like, uh, we can talk about this, but you saw some things that were going to come uh, when you went into Ellen's scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ted tied things up really well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So.
2: I, I, I thought that it, it was really interesting that they gave you the choice, at the end, when uh, Am, who is the, uh, the supercomputer evil, God thing that we can talk about, but...
0: Which stands for Allied Master Computer. Yeah, and
2: uh, what the, there's, two, there's two other Adaptive ones. Adaptive so, yeah. so let's talk about that. Yeah, so okay. we have
1: five <laughs> characters. This is a, a post-Cold War uh, apocalyptic world. It's actually 109 years after this computer has um, taken over the world. Um, you learn through the development of this game that uh, there were formerly three from each of the superpowers of the world in the Cold War. China, Russia, and the United States. Yep. There were three computers underground, um, and uh, sort of like replicators from SG-1 or something. <laughs> they were uh, able to rebuild themselves, and they ended up connecting and becoming sentient. Each of them individually was referred to as um, an allied master computer, and they became the allied master computer, AM, mm. or as it refers to itself once it becomes sentient, the AM. Um, Which
2: refers to Descartes' uh, cogito ergo sum." I think therefore AM.
1: Yeah, uh, and, ma- and maybe some other references, too. Maybe we'll look at those. So uh, so once it has taken over the world, um, it kills all of the people. Yes. Uh, except for five. We have five characters, which you mentioned, and it tortures them eternally. Uh, so we're at the 109th year of torture. Um, it just perpetuates their lives, and it, like, it can heal them. It can create scenarios because, uh, as you brought up, it's essentially God. It it plays, um, some sort of deity uh, in this, in this world. I was actually wondering this, is it actually them
0: or are they robots? See, oh,
2: that's, that's a very interesting, uh, thing because, um, you know, we, we might think, oh, that's actually them or it could be, you know, they're having this experience, but they could be brains in a vat in some way. Um, but (laughs) yeah, no, (laughs) I don't know if you want to save that for later.
1: Yeah. So, um, so the game goes that, uh, you pick a character and you go through their torture that the Allied Master Computer has for them. Um, and each torture is personalized for for the character, and it's, it's in this uh, like cyber-surrealist um, yeah, environment. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's very much non-real, and they're aware of it, uh, but it, it feels real enough, mm-hmm. and it's, um, the pains <clears throat> are real. And it also references um, emotional pains from their past lives, from over 109 years ago. Mm-hmm. So each person has a vice that they must face in their scenario. Uh, and the master computer uh, anticipates that they'll fall into the vice, that they'll act as humans um, that it predicts. And, um, yeah, the way they acted in their past lives. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So uh, Gor- Gorster's vice was guilt in some way, and so you battle with his guilt uh, in, in his scenario.
2: Would would you would you be able to summarize each of their their yeah. guilts though because I don't know it's, I, I know you can but it seems a little a little hard to say okay this is exactly what their vice was because they seem to have you know uh, a lot of branching uh, vices and a lot of
1: uh, yeah so like they each have a backstory but yeah. I th- think that the end of the game ties it all together and really puts an exact word to each person's vice if um, Benny's vice for example is selfishness and in compassion, then um, the totem that he receives at the end of the game, once he's overcome his vice in the scenario, would be compassion. And each person is paired in this way. So uh, Nimdok, he um, is a very interesting character, actually. he The the A.M. sees him as uh, very similar. In fact, a lot of A.M.'s traits are drawn from Nimdok. Most, most likely just the experimentation. Experimentation and torture, yeah, like finding <coughs> pleasure in that. Um, so, Nimdok, he was, uh, like, a, a Holocaust researcher. Um, so, he tortured.
2: So, he he, his... he was actually, in his past life, he worked with the Nazi. What, was he considered Nazi? Or... They actually mentioned Nazis in the game. I, even yeah, though, yeah. like,
0: they, they sh- don't even show the swastika. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I
2: think that might have been, they might have, I don't know. Can you get rights to the swastika symbol? I'm not entirely sure. Because I know, you know, we're in this new realm, you know. "Quote unquote" realm, you know, a different timeline from right, yeah, exactly, just, right. Because yeah. you say the a, the A instead of a swastika, right? They're they're uh, they're like pictures of A, which is yeah, uh, assuming it's like a
1: logo, but it's still black and red, right? Exactly, yeah. The uh, regime's colors. <clears throat> uh, in an interview uh, in nineteen ninety six, um, Ellison actually mentioned that he had played Wolfenstein. Wow. Before mm-hmm. this, and he was disgusted at their mistreatment of Nazis okay. of Nazism. I think he wants to treat it seriously and reverently um in fact his whole motivation for this game was to teach ethics hmm. so okay um it's not that he was trying to avoid nazism but he didn't want to um like propagate it in the way that it has been from other games
2: that's interesting though because uh in Nimdok's storyline um so y- there's there's an option to you know you don't have to kill the um the uh anesthetist is that yeah. is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, yeah, the the guy who was giving um, who's providing uh, pain relief? Oh, yeah. the anesthesiologist. What did I guy, Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that one. The
0: guy was given ether.
2: Yeah, there we go. Uh, you know, you can stab him if you want to. Yeah, and I it, it actually. Second playthrough. Right. Wait, second playthrough.
0: Yeah. I was so, what do you mean? You go, if you, if you fail or you miss oh, something, yeah, you have yeah, to go yeah. back, Okay. So. I,
2: th- I thought you meant you played the whole game twice. Huh? Wow. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. That's nice. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but yeah, apparently you get a better ending if you kill, um, mm-hmm. the guy, which is interesting though. So it does. No, you're right. That makes an
1: ethical statement about, <clears throat> um, like it is better to commit murder. Oh yeah. What were you going to say? that you're either choose to kill the researcher or kill the child you're Mm -hmm. still
0: killing someone so Mm -hmm. that's
1: true like someone's going to die you just have to you're just sort of picking who's going to die
0: yeah but if you kill the kid that lowers your what's that called the on the left your bar
1: uh (laughs) um i don't know it says in the manual it's like the spiritual (laughs) meter or whatever it's like your good spirits. It's greener if you're in better spirits, and it's darker. If
0: yeah, do you expl- yeah, exactly. You know.
2: Is it bad that I didn't catch on to that until uh, Ellen's playthrough? <laughs> you
1: should have read the manual. Uh, yeah, I didn't catch on to that until reading this as well. A physical <laughs> physical manual would be very nice. But it's it's in the game files. Okay, if you have the Steam version, go into the game files. There's a manual. It's a PDF. <laughs> it describes everything about the game. Also, there's a text of the short story, like the bonus, you
2: correct. I actually learned about this afterwards. There's a lot of uh, bonus material in in the game, correct? In the game the files, yeah. In, okay. You, just go okay. To, uh, you go
1: to you got Steam, uh, Steam Apps, Common, and then it's it's abbreviated in the uh I M A I M S. Yes. Um, and then yeah, you have all the audio files, like um, the soundtrack and the short story soundtrack it was very nice it was good. Just, it was as an great. aside yes <laughs> um but not sp- actually speaking of the
0: soundtrack i it was so loud i had to turn it down to 30 percent. but are we going to do <laughs> that is that <laughs> one of the technical things because yeah, when you that, do yeah. that it's some it mutes it sometimes yeah. it doesn't even play the music yep that was or sometimes it. okay i'm sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes for me i would do it and then I still couldn't hear the voices, and
0: then... The voices? Wow, okay. Yeah,
2: at all. Especially in Gorser's story. So, so the first half of his story, I couldn't even hear his voice. And I just decided to start the game over because I had this intuition that something wasn't right. It's was like, wow, I can actually hear Am's voice. I can actually hear what Gorster sounds like. <laughs> so... That, I guess that might be due to the fact that I'm not very experienced in point and click adventure games. So I wasn't really know what what to. I didn't know. What no, to
0: expect. I, that's that's just a t- technical issue. All right, yeah, all turning right. down the volume shouldn't mute everything. All right.
1: <laughs> so each person has advice, right? We got Um Gorister with his with his guilt over um, placing his wife in an asylum. You have uh, <coughs> Benny, who was a former commander uh, in the military, and when he was in. Um, some Southeast Asian rice paddy, apparently he committed a lot of crimes um, murdering his, I, I don't know, like his... His, he, his, his own... Yeah, yeah, yeah his own men. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure why. Very much know. a heart uh,
0: the, of darkness. One of them said that they ta- they uh, caught him doing something wrong, it was but they didn't like mention that, right? what it was. They just mm-hmm. said that I knew what you did, and you drowned me for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I treated it vaguely, but you're right. Like, yeah. It was
1: something like like they they were doing right, and he was doing wrong, and he mm-hmm. killed them for it. Um, and then you have uh, so, uh, selfishness in some ways is, is what he did um, uh, then you have Ellen who uh, interestingly she didn't she doesn't really have a vice like so much as a weakness you know? like a fear yeah yeah. so she um, it's revealed to the game that she was uh, an electrical engineer working at this company and she was in an elevator one night and um, a janitor wearing uh, like a yellow janitor jumpsuit uh, raped her, and um, so anytime she's in an enclosed space like an elevator or sees yellow, uh, like the janitor, it it brings back um, a lot of suppressed fear.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it, the only one of the five that had that? It's just a fear, not Well,
2: um, Which, did she Ted, have lies? Ted had an, 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 an he had anxiety, correct? So
1: yeah, so Ted is <clears throat> he's different as well. Uh, he doesn't really have any like. Like, huge flaw. It's just that he's really paranoid. Like, a lot of anxiety surrounds him. And, um, the game vaguely hints at him, uh, like having lied to people about his success, maybe financial success, it seems like, or romantic success. He seems like some sort of yuppie that, uh, maybe isn't as successful, like Ryan from The Office. (laughs) He's Ryan. Uh, and then you also have, um, Nimdok, who, as we said, was, um, a Nazi researcher working with Doctor Mangala, and he um, he was a Jew in the background, the mm. Lost Tribe. Yep. So, um, which is uh, interesting, based on the author who is of Jewish descent. As well. I didn't hmm. know that. I Okay. Yeah, which shines through in a lot of the themes, a lot of the language that he uses. You can really <clears throat> tell um, that he's from a Jewish background. Um, so they overcome their vices. Uh, and the master computer, astonished at having defeated his plans and his expectations for them to fall into their vices, has to go and recalculate new tortures. Uh, while he's doing this, the Russian and the Chinaman computers, um, which are, those were two of the three former computers, um, if you recall, uh, they come to the humans who are in their, in their cages being tortured and uh, offer them the opportunity to infiltrate Am and uh, take him down digitally so you go in one thing
0: i wanted to ask about the russian and the chinaman was there's it was russia china and america who made the thing right so is is america is he trying to say that america is am or why why is it why isn't that part of the nation in the trifecta
2: i don't
1: know i i i took it that maybe the identity the american identity of the am Took over all of it. Mm. Okay. Mm.
2: American. Uh, what is it? Exceptionalism. Is that? Is that? Uh, maybe he might be. Uh, I mean, Ellison is an that. American, yeah. so
1: it would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> um. uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about that? American exceptionalism.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the view that that you know uh, America in in um, being. American, they view them be, viewing the self as being very great and exceptional, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where you know it's like oh it's just another culture another nation etc. Um, but I don't know if I actually didn't really think too much about that that political aspect. I was mm-hmm. thinking you know some other ones, but I didn't really catch on too much about that. Um, but I don't know if that how that might connect in
1: in any way. I mean. <laughs> euphemistically you might call this reverse patriotism okay yeah Uh, like i think it's very popular around high school age to become cynical of america of america and our history i think
2: uh bioshock infinite failed to do that (laughs) entirely (laughs) right (laughs) so um
1: yeah so you so you take a character uh, and you go into the dreamscape and as i said you each get a totem of whatever vice you overcame from your scenario and you can use it so um uh, Nimdok, for example, he has pliers to cut down um, barbed wire fencing, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's he does that uh, in this in this brainscape, um, and uh, in, in that way he sort of reconciles his sins, um, and then and then you kill yourself. So yeah. each each person kills himself once they overcome the vice, or you could choose not to. It depends on how you play it. Yeah. Um, And and, uh, so some of them, when they kill themselves, like Nimdok, for example, he feels that he deserves uh, hell forever. He deserves to die and be punished forever. Um, The reason that he doesn't want to just continue where he is is because he's serving Am, and that's not really his punishment. His punishment is um, is to die forever, but he doesn't... Like, he wants to defeat Am before Mm -hmm. he does so. Mm -hmm. And uh, you team up with... um, the Russian and, and the Chinaman and um, you go around and collect these what did you call it? Zordon? Z- Zordon from power. Rangers? Yeah. They look like, <laughs> it looks like uh three floating heads in tubes, right? One is yeah, Zordon. One is named Id, one is named Ego, and the other is named Super Ego. Which of course are references to Freud's Freud. uh Freud psychology. And um and we can talk about that. Uh but uh you use uh the totem of entropy, which entropy is a uh, randomness over time, right? So uh, the game mentions in Ellen's scenario that through entropy all computers will turn into junk eventually. Mm.
2: And the short story actually ta- talks, uh, touches on that and whatnot, but I guess I can be I concerned. Um,
1: yeah. it,
2: it says it, it fails, correct? Or, or entropy is not the
1: answer in some way? But you can't trust that. Okay. Right. Because um, who says that? I am. Yeah. <laughs> and, in, and in in Ellen's scenario, it's a computer that says that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, you uh, read on a mainframe of three computers, mm-hmm. and on the middle one it
1: says, as you said, that it hasn't been proven yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it says all computers from in the junk. This has not been proven. Yeah. So <laughs> you can't really uh, trust it. And in fact, you see at the end of the game that if you invoke entropy, it does destroy all the computers. Um, uh, it's also revealed in this last scene that they are humans still existing in cryogenic stasis on the moon, and uh, whoever you choose to defeat the last computer, <clears throat> um, they s- they just stay digital for the next 300 years while the lunar colony defrosts and returns to Earth eventually.
0: Oh, so Hooray. if you picked Ellen in this one case that we saw, it it that's why it was a female voice, because it chose Ellen? Or is it always yeah. a female voice? Yeah,
1: so it's personalized to whoever you choose. Presumably everyone else dies, blows up in the master computer, mm-hmm. and... Um, yeah, you just maintain Earth. Whoever you chose will maintain Earth until the end. Uh, alternatively, if you give into the master computer, you take the role of this um, recurring character is a demon who opens portals. Uh, he is destroyed, and you are offered his role, uh, but instead you're tricked, you let the AM live, and uh, you become a slug. <laughs> Period.
2: Where you have no uh, mouth, yes. and, like, you and you scream. must scream. That's where, that's where the line comes in. Uh, did you happen to watch all of the different endings or did. did you just
0: read them okay, I did, yeah. Okay, that's interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact... Um, Wait, so the actual title only
0: comes in in the, in the bad ending? In the bad ending. How endings. does the novel work exactly? Does it? <laughs>
1: you want to talk about the novel?
2: Uh, should we talk about the novel or... Yeah, I don't know. Do you it want to is, on structure? No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the novel, the characters are, it, from my perspective, so I read it kind of quickly, I didn't read too much into detail, um, but they seem very different they don't go into the ba- the same amount of background story as as the game does mm-hmm. right so with um, with benny for example you don't realize that he was in the war at least right i didn't i didn't pick up on that in the short story yeah in the short story is, yeah it's not it's, it's not not, not at all yeah hmm. um, in fact benny's completely different in, in in the short story right he's a um i guess i guess he would be self described as a homosexual um uh, Ted, um, does not have a thing for Ellen. In fact, he even calls her a, uh, like, very derogatory words at some point. No?
1: I believe that Ted, uh, he feels very torn about Ellen. He okay. is super attracted to her. He loves her. Right. Um, just like in the game. But he also hates her and calls her bitch over and over right. again because, uh, well, because she's always banging Benny. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um... Actually, going back to Benny for a second, remember I mentioned that in the in one of the graves, one of his troopers mentioned that I know your secret, and that's why you dropped me. Was that a hint at oh, I know you're a homosexual? So that's oh, that
2: that very well could be, but I don't know I didn't why. They, think of that. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if if they were going down that road route, uh, route, I don't see why they wouldn't make it explicit in the game, right?
1: Actually, yeah, in interviews, they, <clears throat> um, Ellison and. Uh, I don't recall the other writer's name, Pierce or someone. Um they mentioned that they did change his character, that he is not homosexual anymore. Oh, okay. That's very mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know why they would do that. Uh
1: so they they said actually looking back, we may want to reconsider that, but it is <laughs> true. Just...
2: <July. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hmm. That's very interesting. so um, the other characters. Yeah, uh so uh Nimdok, they don't you know again, we don't find out that he was a uh Nazi researcher at all. Um,
1: in fact, we don't know anything yeah, about him except yeah, yeah. that his name isn't Nimdok.
2: That's <laughs> yeah. That's all you know. Uh, which, um, the Am actually forced Nimdok, it, he forced all the names on the people, correct? Or was it specifically I just think, Nimdok? I think just Nimdok. Okay. Because hmm. Am had this really childlike amusement for, for names for some strange reason. Mm-hmm. Um, in the novel. In the novel, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, that's very interesting. So. And in the novel, the five of them are all together th- throughout the entirety, except for at the very end, right? They're going yeah. on this, um, this almost it's, it's kind of like a quest. It's so it, it felt very much like uh, Dante's Inferno in a way, where um, they're not being led by anyone, right? They're not being led by Virgil, but they're walking and they're, they're I guess, they're the ones being tormented. But the, it's in this really weird quest, almost epic story in some way but of course it's not really epic in the way right. that we might consider it yeah. it's, you know they're in this hell-like environment so i don't know it's, it's very
1: different but you're right it's um it's not like individual scenarios <coughs> and they are mm-hmm. all together as right. opposed to in a game you only ever actually you never see them together except when they're still isolated in their own cages and ted and uh ellen ted and ellen and that was not even ellen was it not Presumably because she died in his scenario, mm, and the okay. uh, AM didn't let anyone die.
2: Well, right. it was at the very least a f- you know a portrayal of Ellen mm-hmm. and uh, Ted together. Where in the other stories, we don't even have a you know a portrayal, a representation of the other characters in their respective stories. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we get screenshots in uh, of other people's you know uh, places and spaces that they're in.
0: Right. So all these per. per perspective stories are completely made up. They're not in the book at all. Yeah,
2: but I mean, Heron Elson had a you know, pretty large hand in the making of this game, okay. correct? so maybe this was just him wanting to develop his Well, Yeah, reimagining, perhaps. I don't know what you
1: think about that. Um, the game was made in 1995. The short story was written in 1967. Mm-hmm. That's almost 30 years' difference. Mm. Uh, so there's a whole cultural span there, and a lot of time for the um, people to have, to like critics to talk about the short story. So, uh, oh, what about Nimdok Like, what's his backstory? What's his thing? And, um, you know what, what happens to the slug after he gets turned into a slug? You know. <laughs> so, um, it's also out of the Cold War. War. The whole social context is different because uh, in 1967, there's still the threat of, um, uh, like, a nuclear holocaust. Um, much way way more than today Mm -hmm. uh and um a war in southeast asia is also particularly relevant
2: is that uh vietnam correct yeah yeah
1: yeah so um although which is interesting because benny wasn't a soldier then and now that we've done this Mm -hmm. benny is a soldier um also the difference of taking out homosexuality post 60s 70s is interesting that is very interesting um So yeah, it's a whole different social context, and there's been feedback. So the game takes the characters, uh, and I guess the question is, is it because of a shifted social context, or is it because of the shifted medium Mm -hmm. that he changes this?
2: Yeah. And he might have been catering to the specific audience who, I don't know, for some... Because I I have the... I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: If the game was released today, I feel like he probably would keep the homosexual part. Yeah, because it seems like. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. they're in the culture right now. And
2: with the Ted and Ellen part, you know, they're set in this kind of Brothers Grimm, uh, you know, fairy tale castle. Uh And then it was the man and the, you know, stereotypical female in distress that he was trying to rescue for some reason, which is very, you know, I guess a problem that games are still trying to work through and whatnot. Um,. So that was very, I guess, stereotypical for especially a point-and-click adventure game back in nineteen ninety-five, right?
0: Yeah, I would say so. It, that's definitely the, the more generic mm-hmm. of the scenarios. Right. Yeah. I would agree with that.
2: Um, yeah. Um, so I guess
1: you wanna finish the story.
2: What was the story?
1: <laughs> so, so, so they're in one scenario together. They're trekking. Oh set, yeah, yeah. Nimdok says that they are peaches, <clears throat> uh, and they actually reference this scenario in the game, Yeah, with but the Benny. outcome with in Benny. the game yeah, Benny talks about it, but the outcome in the game that Benny talks about is a lot more mild than in the short story mm-hmm. in short story, uh, they go through like you said, this whole epic of trials, just to get to the peaches in this frozen land um, and Am doesn't give them a can opener, so <laughs> although, uh, yeah. I could open a can with like, chunks of ice, they, but they, they try denting it and, yeah, they just... uh, and Benny goes mad and starts to eat Nimdok's face. Which is interesting or Gorister's face rather.
2: Yeah, which is interesting because the game, you know, yeah. Benny he wants to eat so badly so they make that. Connection. Isn't the
0: peach canoper thing mentioned in Gorister's story? It's Someone else's story. He says, Oh, he made me walk across the desert, to find a tree, but I didn't even have a canoper. Someone mm. mentioned that. I I'm just not
1: remembering who. I know that Benny did when you take the tree off the fruit or right. the fruit off the tree.
0: Okay. Maybe it was Benny. Been. I don't know, it may have been multiple
1: yeah. times. Not mm. entirely sure, but Um so so Benny is eating Gorister's face <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. and Ellen uh I don't recall why, but she kills Nindok. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ted, right? Ted.
2: Then he kills Ellen.
1: Correct? Or, or Ted am I missing takes makes a spear. He makes a spear and right. Kills, um, Gorster Gorster. okay and yeah. Benny. Right. And then kills Ellen, who has killed Nimda. Right, right. He does this because, <coughs> and, uh, so the whole short story, he's claimed that he's the only one who hasn't been manipulated, affected, and, like, twisted mentally and physically, um, by Am. But he's also the narrator, so you don't know how to trust this. And in mm. the game, he's portrayed as super paranoid. And that may have been Am twisting his paranoia, so he thinks everyone else has changed but him. Uh, so in this short story, assuming he's the same character, he's a paranoid person who's been, like, manipulated by Am, which we actually see happen in the short story when Am speaks to him directly. Um, he, he may just have been manipulated by Am to attack them, but certainly Am didn't want him to kill them because Am finds pleasure in torturing them. Mm-hmm. So he's, he sees this as the only way out, the only way to beat Am is to kill everyone, hmm. release them from an eternal torture. So he kills all of them. And as punishment, Am turns him into a slug, um, and and that's where the quote comes See. in. It's the same bad ending. What See. is it?
2: it? So it's uh, they're they're immortal but not indestructible. Isn't that the quote from the short story? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, okay. What is, keeps Am from returning them to life when they kill each other? Is there a certain area where he
1: has control? Or he, so that's the thing. Is debatably. Am is not God. Am is devil. Am rules the underworld. Hmm. This is very Dante's. Yeah. Um, because he can't create life. He can only mm-hmm. he can only perpetuate what is.
2: Right. Hmm. And I think I think there's, there's a there's a phrase in the short story that details that specifically. Like he's trapped, right? Am even though he has all this power, he's still trapped. He's confined. He want he wants mobility and movement, but he can't. Uh-huh. Right. So.
1: Yeah, that's. I think that's the in the opening of the game. You have the pillar with the. Oh yeah, yeah. Should should we Mm -hmm. read that
2: that quote? Read the quote. there you want to read the quote. (laughs) There we are, because that's the exact same quote that's in the um, in the game, and it's really interesting, right? And he has it in the short story in this in the same manner.
0: And the quote is, "Hate. Let me tell you how much I've come to hate you since I began to live." There are 387.44 million miles of printed circuits and wafer thin
2: that fill my complex.
0: If the word hate was engraved on each nanoangstrom of those hundreds of millions of miles, it would not equal one one billionth of the hate I feel for humans at this micro instant. For you, hate. Hate. <laughs> and this is engraved on. AM, mm-hmm. and I guess
1: the core of the earth in the game. Yeah, on, on his manifestation to them.
2: Yeah, that's uh, it's some powerful stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I was very No, amazed. so
1: as soon as he says that, that's when um, Ted, he sort of has this insight, and he's like, well, you know, the reason he hates is because man created him, uh, interestingly, man created him sort of in his own image, uh, flawed and with an aid, as we see in the game.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and unable to transcend, uh, the, you know, their own their, their own self.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so he has this great mind. He he can create like man, and he in fact he can create better than man. He wages a war that man cannot wage, uh, and yet he's confined. He's he's unable to move or express or be. In fact, the, it's. I don't recall where I saw the quote. He is. He is. Am so he can be but he can't belong he's mm-hmm. he's no other part of it. i i think
2: that was in the in the short story as well yeah. somewhere
1: and it, so for this reason he hates man mm-hmm. man created him unlike anything else and unable to move and he takes out his punishment in the end by making ted the same way mm-hmm. something they can only think but not do
0: yeah in the short story is there any more details of the war of how Am chose to wage it um Maybe more details on his backstory, or not? I think maybe a little bit, but not not too much. I think
2: um, you just know it's a
1: nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the, the thing that is that there are no humans. Like there is no lunar colony in the short story. Mm-hmm, mentioned. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, there very well could be. It's just there's no mention of it.
0: Yeah. So it cool. seems like they wanted to bring a good ending to the game. In a way. Yeah,
2: that's what it seems. Which is, I guess, again, maybe catering to this very, you know, steric, normative, you know, game culture. It's like, okay, we need these fantasy-esque uh you know good endings where you know good guy triumphs over the bad guy
0: and that's uh, not even just in games
1: that's a, yeah, most it yeah oh today. yeah like correct. the good guy yeah. needs to win somehow right.
2: yeah, yeah absolutely
1: it, um in some interviews the developers and um ellison said originally that they they kept on talking about how it's about ethics like this is this is not supposed to have good outcomes it's only bad endings but you can end it badly with honor, ethically, or without honor, and that's that's what he wanted. Like he wanted to show uh, players, like teach players, like to make right decisions, to make ethical decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as development went along, they took out some of the decisions. Like Benny, for example, could have eaten a baby. There was an empty cradle. Mm-hmm. In right. Benny's. I felt like there was something. There used to be a baby in there. Okay. And as Benny, that was a choice you had to make. Or
2: that seemed like a very useless room, except for when yeah. you pull the twig to give to uh, the kid for the for the doll.
1: Yeah, or when you cut out the heart of the beef. Mm-hmm. Those used to be people, and so oh. you had to choose: Am I mutilating a human body, or am I like and lying to the jackal, or am I just mm-hmm. taking this heart? Right? You can cut out
0: a, a heart
1: from the beef.
2: Oh! Did, oh! Did you cut out? Did you yeah. cut out the uh, Harry? Oh yeah, you can have Harry. I killed Harry. Yeah. See, that so was my first play thing. thing. So it's it was like so much I
0: was sort of experimenting like, okay, what am I allowed to do? Am I supposed to kill Harry? Right. You killed
2: Harry?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there, man. That's your dad, right? <laughs> um Yeah, so so they, they made it softer and then they also added this ending where it's like, it could be happy. And still like it's not very happy. Yeah. But it's happier a than ending. I have no mouth and I must scream. <laughs> yeah. And the in, in the short story, Ted's consolation is that he has done good. Like, he has the bad ending, but it's ethically good, because like, he's freed these people from Am. He's taken away Am satisfaction. So even though it's a bad ending for him, it ends up good. But the game does, does better, I
2: guess. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you wanted to go into gameplay more specifically, but I don't know. So... As a, uh, point-and-click adventure aficionado, how does this compare to other, uh, stories? I don't know, is this, is this kind of, like, mainstream uh, mainstreaming the mechanics? I don't know. Uh,
0: one thing is, in terms of just basic mechanics, you know, the point-and-click, it, if you've played one point-and-click, you've played all of them, it's mainly the story mm-hmm. that drives a okay. player to play a point-and-click game. Okay. So, yeah, this is one of the more interesting, <laughs> <laughs> since it's based off a novel. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um... But in terms of its age, really shows because of everything is you have to pick specifically, talk to, mm-hmm. swallow,
2: yeah, you know, yeah, things like
0: that. Yeah. So when it came to, in the case of Ted's story, where you had to push the, uh, the scots, the the, the knight, the armor in front, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I, I I thought I used it. I might have used it, but I didn't specifically <laughs> push. do push. And you think it's obvious, but. I didn't
2: at the very beginning since I'm fairly new to point and clicks, you know, outside of say uh, Telltale's uh, games. um, But I I would. That's barely point and. Yeah. yeah. I would use every single option I had on pretty much every single option. No, I'm that's giving. every
0: point in click game. Yeah. Okay, You so, come to a point where it's, okay, I don't want to look at a walkthrough yet. Let me just try using everything with everything. Can I swallow this bed sheet? I mean, I'm giving <laughs> yeah, the option. <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the problem is, like, you don't want to bring down your spiritual meter. So it's like, I was afraid to do things because they would ruin where I was. So I would save before I try something really, really crazy. <laughs> and it's possible to get stuck, too, because if you do save and you're
0: at a point where... Uh, oh, I can't go back and change this thing. It's like well, I'm gonna right. start over. Yeah. yeah, but luckily, each adventure is only if you do it perfectly. Know what to do. It's just
1: what five or ten minutes for yeah. each one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this isn't Pokemon Red, right? so I created a different save file for each thing. Right. Oh yeah, I did that too. <laughs> <but>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, as I, that actually brought me. Uh, so I saved when I was in Gorse's story, and I went up to the um, where where my heart was. The mm-hmm. uh, heart specifically, and I saved there. I uh, put a little quote I'm like, "Oh, I don't know, this looks stupid." But anyways, I saved and then <laughs>
1: what, I, what, what, I, I don't remember what it is uh, like name I, yeah, you're yeah, I always about I always <laughs> to get heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tried to make it creative. It's That's like, what I did. I did <laughs> like at heart or whatever, like heart attempt one or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I saved
2: there and then I quit the game. and came back and then loaded it and. Gorser's is gone. That happened him. to me! That's, that's a known <laughs> glitch.
0: That happened to me as well. well! If you just click to go get the heart, he'll reappear, but if you don't, you freeze the game, you have to quit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That is a known glitch in a few hmm. spots. Do you think it's just because
2: they kind of ported it over to Steam and they might have lost some things in translation?
0: I did notice there was a few random technical things here, it, like, including the 30% thing where if you turn the volume too low, mm-hmm. it, I assume it's just. Exactly as you said. Yeah, yeah. That you know, how old is this game? 19, 1995. ninety five. Twenty years. 20 it's the 20th anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this you are going to lose some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I,
2: uh, I I remember before we even played the game, uh, you mentioned that uh, it it looks amazing and still does look amazing playing it. But um, yeah. so I guess yeah, it, it's really interesting. I think although it it, it, it its age does show. Um, yeah. At the same time, though. It's just beautiful. It doesn't, as doesn't look well, as bad
1: so. as some games. It's just because it's so
0: ago.
2: surrealist, right? It's just so it's it's the crazy. Art works. The world, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That, so there's uh, 3D engine elements and 2D engine elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was and, yeah. and they're blended at times. Mm-hmm. I think the 3D elements uh, look shabby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're so used to seeing great 3D. Right, but the raster art is like so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the uh, language can't even express everything. The spiritual meter at the bottom, like the reactions. <laughs> I'm kind of a spooky spooky scared kind of guy. Spooky scared. So <laughs> when when I first saw Gorster's reaction go like this and the music <laughs> changed, like I kinda got like yeah. oh, my hair standing up. Because yeah. like the his reaction was like kinda scary, like to see that face of like fear is every time
2: when you look at the this what is it, the psych but the book mm-hmm. that gives you a yes.
1: few hey, they're scary music.
2: I'm, I'm like, like, I, I know stop it it. <laughs>
1: it made me not want to look at it. Although yeah. there was some cool stuff in it.
2: Yeah, there. it was really cool stuff. They had a lot of references. It was actually interesting. Um 1984 George Orwell's novel is brought up in both the shorts... Wait, is it this... Was it brought up in the short... in? Uh, okay, it might have been It might have been his other shorts here. I'm getting them confused then. I, don't but
1: know. I
2: know it was in um, the TikTok Man one, but it was also in... Uh, was it? Yeah, it, it was in there somewhere. I think if you look at the psych profile, um, 1984 is brought up
1: somewhere. The game manual said that using the psych profile is tacit admission... Uh, of your inability to solve the puzzle wow and so that's that
2: thing <laughs> yeah
1: so wow okay <laughs> you lost spiritual meter if you kept looking at it oh really? that's why it would play bad music and so I was like well, oh, i want to know what it has to say because bad oh bad. yeah i want to know what it has to say but I don't want to like what? get a bad ending so
2: I, I I honestly wow I didn't realize that it took away yeah that brought down your meter yeah <laughs> but it doesn't make wow. sense
1: because there was some really good stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, it, the writing was incredible in those books. E- even if you're just like, okay, I'm kind of stuck. Give me some help. The writing's amazing.
1: <laughs> some of it felt a little cheesy, but yeah. Really but
2: overall, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. And just the music in general, I enjoyed it. Even even when it was just. Stop I wish or... I heard most
0: of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what the music thing when you clicked stuff. Well wow. I, I knew about the. Emotions. That, <clears throat> I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. Now the music was good. I it um, it created fear mm-hmm. in me when it needed to, yeah. and um, that's about it. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Halloween game. I mean, <laughs> what else? It is a Halloween game. Yeah.
0: Hmm. In terms, yeah, in terms of gameplay, it definitely had to bring a lot of uh, like, hey, doing certain things raises this meter because I feel like uh, it's 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 hard to notice it sometimes. Like I didn't even notice the icon changing like in the beginning, and yeah, uh, and I think just coupled with the music and the the change of expression plus the color, it just adds to be able to see oh like things matter what I'm doing. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think it could have been a little clearer though. Mm. Um, One last comment on the gameplay that I have is the. uh, I think no offense to Ellison. Cool, brilliant guy. Mm. He has what most people today might... Not that he, he's still around. Most people would view his uh, idea of video games as really primitive. Uh, that he thought that it was really groundbreaking. That he would create something that would teach people ideas. Mm-hmm. Something something ethical. Uh, his conception of video games is Wolfenstein and other shoot, shoot-em-ups, right. he says. He didn't want this to be an arcade shoot-em-up. Was, was mm-hmm.
2: this the interview that he had, that you watched? Mm-hmm. Was that on his YouTube channel? No, this no? is...
1: Okay. Uh, you find his YouTube channel. It's just his name, Harlan Ellison.
2: Sponsored by Harlan Ellison. The, the, this,
0: this is... <laughs> yeah, contact us, yeah, bro. Get yeah. in
1: touch. Um, we'll have you on. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. If you look at his channel, he's always wearing like, Looney Tunes shirts. <laughs> and, like, he'll talk about whatever. He's, he's what you expect. He's pretty That's pretty cool.
2: Um, um, I, I guess this. Uh, sorry to derail it but he had a really interesting background so he says about writing that only writers can only write good things if they have a prolific uh, life so back in the day he did random things such as uh, uh, I don't know he, he went to North Carolina and did like a truck driving uh, stint he, he was in a gangster, mob yeah, in a New thing. York mob, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's he's done everything. I think he, he he went fish. He worked as as a fisher in some capacity. So his early life is all over the place. It's really interesting, but hmm. yeah,
1: that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> I think his Jewish Jewish background, as I said, like it shows in his uh, compulsion to bring up. Um, the the sins of Nazism in the game Um, but it also comes up a lot in the specific quotes and the imagery of the game Um, uh, one of the images that I was surprised to see was the cross uh, in Benny's that's right yeah yeah Um, given that he has a Jewish background not that I would expect him to be unaware of um, Judeo-Christian like general Judeo-Christian religion Um, but it is shocking. Mm-hmm. Although he treats it with some cynicism, maybe. I
2: don't know. It is made out of uh, human made uh, wires and the, the same kind of material that Am's made out of. He's speaking it's of the altar. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, uh, this, there's a quote somewhere um, when Benny's talking to a grave, one of the graves, one he the, says. Um, it's better to sacrifice one for all. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, rather than, which is him biting the bullet for whatever his secret was, whatever his mm-hmm. sin was in the, um, in the war. It was he's saying it would have been better for him to die and his whole squadron to stay alive. Um, which, taking the the Christ imagery into account, that's uh, maybe he's promoting it. Then he's saying that this is an ethical thing. Maybe not religiously, but right. ethically. Yeah, yeah, it's better to take mm. one for the team.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, the imagery is you know it, it, it's escalated when he actually takes the place of the child at the end. It's like wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's very interesting. That's exactly right. But it's also interesting at the same time that Benny can't talk, right? Because he because Am, you know, took mm-hmm. out his uh, what was it? His vocal cords or yeah, something along something those lines. Like yeah. Um, so I, I wonder why why it is that Benny's the one who has to under, undergo this. So in the short story, um, so he he. He's a homosexual um, professor. Professor, um, and he so Am again uh, manipulates his body uh, and gives him a very large uh, penis, right?
1: I think it uses the word private.
2: Oh, do, oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay, it doesn't use the word penis. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this is um, a family show. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, so, and then he's forced. Is he forced to have sex with Ellen or no?
1: So, uh, yeah, like Ellen is given her. He's made mindless. Okay. Like, right. Uh, like just insane. He's right. the most insane out of all of them. So he's given to his bestial desires—that is, hmm. hunger and sex—which are often associated with Freud's id. Um, Do you
2: think that's a negative commentary on on homosexuality, and then they just take it out completely in in the
1: in the game? I think in general um this it's all some sort of hell some sort of like underworld mm-hmm. and um like so it is sexist in a way that there's only one woman and in the short story uh she's made like a sex slave in this way and mm-hmm. she's like she she's both chaste and uh striving for sex all the time like it, it's this inner battle that she has and um so like their sex, the the way that he treats rape, like if everyone else has this vice of sin, her vice is that she was raped, right? Like that mm-hmm. seems sexist. Yeah. Um, but at
2: the same time, it's also kind of cool. So yeah, I felt I felt a little torn on that because not not I don't think cool is the right word to you <laughs> use there, but I felt very uh, I thought it was an interesting concept that they were they're they're bringing to the table, right? Because I w- I wasn't thinking about that at all. Like wow, they're actually putting this forth. But I I also see what you're saying as well, like.
1: I think it's just uh, an amalgamation of all man's possible vices, like, all in one. Mm. And so, like, they are individual characters, but this is all supposed to be, like, um, all of hell in one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I think,
2: I, think I, I I interrupted you, and you're going somewhere. I'm sorry. What's that talking about? <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> uh, no, he finished. He was saying that... Benny. The, you shouldn't really look at okay, everyone yeah, individually. Like- yeah. They can, like, it's more like a short the short story where you, pack. huh? I'm going. Where you can look at all of them as just humanity
1: in general. hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's one unit there. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in, in actually, <laughs> yeah, that's, what he, that's what he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Maybe I just wasn't listening at the moment. Okay.
1: There's, um, uh, I guess other religious imagery. Um,
2: there's the, um, it was, uh, Wicca, right?
1: Well, it's not really Wicca, because that's, okay. that's more associated with like um, nature.
2: Oh, okay. So, it's uh, a. What, what would you describe the, in Ted's witchcraft. story? Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, what other uh, religious imagery is there? Because the, those are the only two I can okay, think
1: of. Okay, so per, so again in Ted's you have a. <clears throat> well, I would say it's Judeo Christian portrayal of angels and demons mm-hmm. and devils. Yeah or the devil and it's like it's like this very comedic portrayal of the devil he's
2: even comical about it look I'm a devil yes. don't you see don't it's you like see my
1: uh, tail fancy devil with a vest and <laughs> like, um then you have an angel who's like stereotypical judeo-christian angel like oh, I'm here to guide a soul you know <laughs> it's silly um and then like it was actually a pretty primitive treatment of witchcraft too so I I, I I'm a big fan of the matrix and um In the Matrix Two, which was a terrible movie, (laughs) um,
2: what was the name of that one? Was that Reloaded Reloaded. and then Revolution? Mm -hmm.
1: In the Matrix Two, there's since the whole world never like hasn't really existed for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, Appearance,
2: not reality. Play-Doh.
1: Exactly. Um, (laughs) Vampires and werewolves and ghosts are all really just old programs Mm. from the old version of the matrix that happen to still be around here and there. Um, and, uh, everyone's experiences in this post-apocalyptic hell run by computers, um, is just virtualized. Mm -hmm. In this it's a post-apocalyptic world run by computer. Although I'm not saying that one is based on the other or anything, just, um, similar themes here. Um, in this, you're in a simulation. It's not, he's not really in a castle. And this demon, in fact, the, the demon who opens portals, who opens things, he says several times that he's a part of Am. He's really just like a program. Mm-hmm. All of them are just programs. <clears throat> um, so the devil and the angel aren't even really the devil and the angel. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. They're just part of this hell that um, that Am has created.
2: Mm-hmm. They're all in the phenomenological aspect of uh, of am's yeah
1: world yeah um, so then am again is it is Descartes cogito uh, er, ergo sum mm-hmm. uh, I think therefore I am we also said that uh, he he is but he's not a part of like in the short story and then there's also um, the Jewish context the Judeo Christian context that God is referred to as the I am mm-hmm. in the burning bush. In fact, in the short story, the short story he reveals he himself as, as the burning, burning bush, bush yeah. which is the time in the, old, the Torah and the Old Testament where he God reveals himself as I am. That's when he gives himself that name. And in fact, the super, the master computer has given himself the name am. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you, I mean, I guess he goes back and forth, but uh, on Ellison's YouTube channel, at least uh, he doesn't talk super highly of religion, um, I don't know the guy, but I get the sense that maybe he's, with some cynicism, rejected um, a lot of the faith that people have had, or, or at least pushed on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he's he's sort of conveying some of that in his calling this supercomputer the I Am, mm-hmm. which is actually, like, could mm-hmm. be taken pretty blasphemously. Mm-hmm. Blasphemously, depending
2: Interesting. on who you are. There's also a religious uh, symbolism. Uh, I mean, so there's a lot of units of three in the game. Uh, so in Benny's story, you have the three, uh, three, well, I guess there's revealed to be a fourth one, but at the moment there's three uh, tombstones. There's, um, ah, what are, th- okay. There's three computers in Ellen's story. Uh, there's what other units of three are there? That well, there's the know? three AMs. Th- oh yeah. There's 3 the three AMs,
1: uh, numbers, I'm a big fan of numbers. Yes, you are. And uh, I think that number should never be chosen without a good reason. You're right.
2: They use, the, they use 666 they use as well 666. for the had. I think every every number that they use in the game has some significance. They, they use dates. Um, mm-hmm. Real dates. Real that. dates, right, yeah.
1: Um, and um, I think the most of the numbers came in Ellen's.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. you're right.
1: And they were all dates which may or may not even be, like, a thing, because they mm-hmm. were. it's all made up, it's all fictional. Mm-hmm. I noticed that the, her history stopped
0: at 2012.
1: Yeah. Oh, be that's Because oh, of the, yo, yeah. the, yo, I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. It was really funny, because, you know, all those dates have passed, and they were looking into the future, you know. Yeah, we're really actually,
1: <laughs> so the fact that the story was, the short story was made in 67.
2: Um, yeah.
1: And this game was published in 95. That's about a third of the way through one hundred and nine years so
2: (laughs) wow yeah you're right
1: (laughs) Hmm. something to think about yeah yeah so the Trinity is actually not specifically Christian Mm -hmm. because um, that's not a a Jewish thing Um, uh, and you get a funny inter psychological interpretation of the Trinity in the brainscape at the end with the id the ego and the superego yeah, as, as you're going around, like, defeating each one with compassion, forgiveness, and <laughs> clarity, um, and then finally all of them together with, uh, entropy. Um, yeah. You, you and would you mind me.
2: defining that one, one, one more time, entropy?
1: So, entropy is, uh, like, perpetuated randomness. Mm-hmm. So, the, over time, things are not going to become more orderly, they'll become less orderly. So, a computer, in this case, will turn into junk. Which we see in Ellen's. She says um, when she goes into the pyramid, She says, "Oh, it's just a bunch of junk." Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the wall, uh, and then same with the uh, the. It's not. It's not the cross. What is it called again? The, the altar. Wall, the altar. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. That. I think Benny thinks that as well. Yeah. He says yeah. it's just. It's just a bunch of junk. Uh, pretty yeah.
1: much. Um, so entropy is <clears throat> like, like that. That's their hope in this world. It's like. We'll die eventually because <laughs> the computer is gonna break, and they force entropy upon it. That's part of this virus program when they infiltrate. Uh, so, um, do either of you want to talk about Freud's uh, psychology of the id, the ego, and the superego?
2: I get them very confused. I think you'd be the best. So, I didn't didn't you just explain it or no? Well, or are you okay? I think okay. So it. so the <laughs> id
1: is um, at birth people are selfish and you pursue like you pursue pursue your needs as i said they're often shown in banning here with sex and hunger
2: so we're gonna now can we analogize it to the the iceberg uh you know the standard psychology uh textbook example so the id is is the top of the iceberg correct that's the bottom
1: subconscious Ah, okay so that's the subconscious
2: okay cool so that's the very bottom of the yeah okay cool
1: um and then as you I mean, you grow up, you get more conscious of yourself, more metacognition. You um, actually, I don't know if that's right really word, because I'm not a psychologist, but I like it nonetheless. Thanks, man. <laughs> you get to the top of the iceberg. Your iceberg grows, and grow <laughs> Um Although that wouldn't really work because it's always going to float thirty percent above. But uh, you get the ego, uh, and the ego is a part of self that regulates the aid so it suppresses it's like it says it this is what you can do this is what you cannot do um as you get a little older um part of the ego partitions into the super ego which is uh, and this is all just freudian psychology not necessarily true in fact a lot of people disagree with it but it's people like it so they use it um, <laughs> the superego is the very self-restrictive part the legalistic part that says, um uh, I must be best, I must uh you know, not indulge in any any bad things, whatever. Uh so the ego plays this war between the two, between pleasing the super ego and controlling the id. Um so this is a human framework, and when humans created am, in the end Am says, uh, uh again, religious imagery or religious symbolism, um uh, I I am the beginning and end, or he says something like that. Yeah. I, I've always been here. Um Yeah,
0: I can have no end if I did yes. not have a beginning. Well, yeah. And he's say.
1: like he he talks about how he was he was made by man, so like he's a part of you, like he'll always be here because his architecture is that of man's mind with the id, the ego and the super ego. Uh, and in fact this the id says that when you confront it in the brainscape that um it, it, it's only a manifestation that man has forced it upon yeah. with, with these three parts. So, um, you, when, when you finally destroy them, this, this uh, trinity, so to speak, of the, the id, the ego, and the superego, um, each say a word. The id says, or it starts with the ego, and the ego, represented by a ram, which is often associated with uh, <coughs> Satanism and the devil. Um, again, that's his identity, Am's identity.
2: Can you also make a relation to, you know, the computer-wise sense of RAM, like random access memory? <laughs> I was, thinking, I was thinking, Cause cause you said it, like, oh, RAM. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. think of that. Because you have to, what, you you put the RAM, I don't know, what do you do? You, you use RAM in Ellen's story. I don't remember exactly what you <laughs> a do.
1: A wrong chip. It. That's... A wrong oh, chip. Oh, you don't use RAM. Okay, dang it.
2: Was there RAM at all in the, in, in the story? <laughs> they no. said, okay, uh, okay, no, when you... <laughs>
1: when people get when you're like you're at the five people and the Russian and the Chinaman say we have one person like one person can go in at a time because of like the supercomputer's RAM space isn't big enough for all five (laughs) um, but maybe it's not the same I don't know Um, so the RAM the ego the self says uh, brothers or brother because it's the part that ties the two together in fact, when you talk to it in the dream, in the mindscape, it says it uses the word brother. For my brother would do this, whatever. And then the super ego, which is all about planning ahead and and self regulating for the future, um, it says wait. And then the id screams hate <laughs> because that's what he's been saying all, all along, and that's his inner desire. So they, he sort of um, shows his humanity in that way. He says, brother, wait, hate. Um, so the computer is perhaps more human than the humans themselves because the humans didn't act how he predicted. <laughs> they, they, they acted beyond human in with empathy, compassion, and um, overcoming guilt in such ways. So take
2: predictably unpredictable, or predictably irrational. Yeah. Yeah. Um... This is just uh, an aside, but uh, it was interesting that Ellison voiced uh, Am, um, and he also seemed to, there's a lot of comedy almost in the way that he, in the dialogue, yeah. did mm-hmm. you Did you get
0: that sense as yeah, well? Yeah, he was yeah. playing around with his toys. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I don't know, because I was expecting that, because, you know, I went into the game thinking, you know, the standard how uh, 9000-esque, you know, very straight, yeah. no, <laughs> no, no. Uh,
0: no, definitely the
2: opposite. Yeah, 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 that was interesting. I don't know. But
1: hmm. there's an audiobook online voiced by
2: For the short the short story? Uh-huh. Read, oh, by, Ellison?
1: read by Ellison and ah. the voice of Am in it when, when he says his little a pillar again, pillar. Oh uh, that's and, him. And <laughs> more religious symbolism <laughs> because the I am revealed himself to the the Israelites. Pillar of fire a pillar of fire or a pillar of cloud hmm. and in a very similar wording in the short story am reveals himself as a pillar of stainless steel yeah with words written on him
0: so an obelisk which is yeah.
1: uh, a, a monolith a monolith okay. if you will
0: but <laughs> yeah. that works too um i say obelisk because that goes towards more of the religious and culture route yeah
1: no yeah, well, that's true and they and they, there is some um Egyptian religions so in, in the game as well. Yeah. Oh was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's A- A- story. Yeah. yeah, and the scrawling on this tablet is much like the Ten Commandments, perhaps. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> he really <laughs> doesn't relent. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, what was you saying? <laughs> uh, Don't think about Obelisk. Don't conception no what was the last oh. thing you read <laughs> oh yeah yes, yes. yes. yeah so when um <laughs> <laughs> when <laughs> am is voiced in this audiobook yeah it's very it's computerized it's like uh, your typical hell okay. oh so it's oh it's, really yeah. so he goes backwards it is backwards uh, because ellison voices ted in the audiobook oh really oh because okay. it's narrated by ted
2: oh that's right that's right yeah yeah
1: but in this, he voices Am. It's it's really weird. Okay,
0: <laughs> I assume that makes sense because I, the auto book is going more towards the novel, not not the game. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of
2: wanted um, the five people to uh, go through Descartes' Meditations and themselves, right? Because you know, sh- surely they would start saying, "Okay, well, hold on, maybe I'm in an evil demon," you know, so. You know, I I I'm, I'm in an evil demon dream or or what have you. I don't I don't think that's the exact thing. But you know, this could be not the case, right? Where we are, but they kind of just take it all for granted. But I mean, they could have come to the conclusion yeah. that we are actually in am, right? But because am comes to self consciousness and they don't really go through the same kind of ordeal. Maybe would you say that they do? What like, do you mean? I mean that they don't
0: realize that they're in am. Or well, could you think the they that, should realize that that they might not even be in it? That
2: like, this is just is... hell. Perhaps, and uh, so I think they do realize that it is a hell, though, right? I don't know. No, well,
1: no, they're trying to escape to a real hell. In the... Yeah, they want to okay, die. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They, it's it's a manufactured. It's a man-made hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so then maybe yeah in your in your interpretation yeah maybe they should try and say okay maybe this is actually hell and you know. We should do, we should, you know, do the strategy, do the, do the meditations to, <laughs> to go through that. But I
1: don't know. I, I, you know, I get what you're they saying. I kind of
2: go blindly like, yeah, this is it. I you got know, that hmm. feeling
1: from the short story because it was narrated. Mm-hmm. I think when you play a game, you're the narrator visually. Uh, well, unless it's a first person game, but even then, because you can make choices, like you're only unreliable as your own choices. Um, so in this game, in the game, you treat it objectively like this is how it really is. Whereas in the short story, you only have to go through Ted's lens and Ted claims to be unchanged. Mm -hmm. So perhaps Ted is crazy. And reading that, I'm thinking, okay, like how much of this actually is? But from the game, I personally, I don't see that question coming up. But that is a good point. Like... What what's to stop them from thinking yeah. that they're bl- brains in a vat? You know? yeah. I don't
2: know exactly. Yeah, brains in a vat, which is. Um, do you think that they were trying? Do you think they were intentionally trying to be corny at some at some points? Because I don't know. It, it is a game of the '90s, so I, I think some of the dialogue and, and of course they were suiting it towards this catering it towards this you know, gamer specific audience. So they might have not had as much. Uh, I don't know, Do you think any of the dialogue was corny?
0: I saw that in a lot of Ellen's <coughs> scenarios. She she used a lot of puns. Yeah, when yeah. Doing things, <clears throat> but I think that went towards her character a bit. It seemed because because she had no vice. It
1: seemed she, she was she a black seemed the woman. more woman. They, they uh, made her a black woman. Yeah. Uh, and it was like comforting because like everyone else was so depressed yeah. and like <laughs> yeah. whatever. I felt most related to her. Just because I was like, okay, she's talking like maybe I would want to talk yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Ted, I wouldn't relate to that guy at all. Like, <laughs> that guy didn't hit me anywhere here. That's hilarious.
2: The, the maid's like, please sleep with me. Yeah. <laughs> and even the witch. And even well. the, well, I did Technically, I couldn't, I, I, you know, because of technical issues. I couldn't oh, right, right, the right. Wish, the, witch. the witch. The witch.
1: The witch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I, uh, when I talked to the witch, I just put her to sleep. And then yeah. I didn't get to that option. Yeah. But yeah, no. It's everyone else is so detached from like a personable character. But after one hundred and nine years, Ellen is still. <laughs> <a creature. laughs> uh, yeah, it was kind of comedic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like um, the way she talked to the Anubis. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah, that's it's, it's right. That joking. was
2: hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> What what she said, "Honey," she's Anubis, it's, 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 it's like
1: honey, and she's like, um, "Oh." <coughs> Uh, the first time you talk to him when he's like totally uncooperative, she's like, "You, you ain't never gonna get laid with talking like that or whatever." It's yeah. <laughs> it funny. I it was <laughs> joking. It
2: was
0: sassy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's strange. Do you do you think? Isn't that strange though to kind of stereotype this this black woman as a sassy character, sassy sassy black woman, right? I don't know. Do you think, or do you think it's fine? I don't know what your opinion on that is, but.
1: Um. I don't know I don't know my, my opinion on that but like I said my experience with it was comfort right they felt familiar <clears throat> uh, like someone I would actually talk to
0: I felt like the game we've met I think we mentioned this a little bit is that it hits on so many levels of religion and types of people and things like that social that stuff you yeah. can't really just like focus on this one thing and be like oh man yeah. is what are they trying to say with that? It's like there, there. It seems like he's saying a lot
1: of things about a lot of stuff, you're right? Even, not just right. one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, like, a lot of it was really surreal, and like, like people acted like it was all natural. Their simulations, but like, she was super. Like, I know this is dumb and fake or whatever. Like that's. In fact, that was what her overcoming it was. Was like realizing that it was just a. Uh, not, not the really the janitor, or whatever. That she could be the or whatever. I don't know. That's not important. Never mm. mind then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that could stem from her being an engineer, and computer scientist, where I guess she has some of that knowledge, where she knows uh, this is just a really dinky simulation. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she's
1: rational. She's more rational.
0: Than yeah,
2: yeah. That's interesting. I didn't think of it that way.
0: Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, she's walking on. and she looks at the wall and says, this is just a bunch of junk. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. And then, you know, she reaches those three mainframes like, oh, I can do this. This is, this is my element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it,
1: mm.
0: I was about to say that she's the only one that had one of the heads appear to her, but that's not true. It was. What do you mean? One of the. No, you're right. She's the only one that the Russian talked uh, to directly. Oh, okay. Ted, so, uh,
2: no, I know. That oh, was the right. demon. Yeah, yeah, that was the demon, yeah.
0: So maybe that even stems more from her being more knowledgeable and rational. hmm And again, not having one of those vices.
2: Hmm. hmm Yeah. <clears throat> so which character did you like playing the most?
1: I... Okay, so um, I started with Gorster. Hmm. And um,
2: as did uh, all of us, I believe, correct? We all started with course Spent today. the most time with Gorstor. Yeah. I do you think yeah. that? Yeah. I, as did I. But that I was mainly spent three hours with Gorstor. I, yeah. I, I was because mainly because um, you know I was trying to feel you know because yeah I, you used to the, the game yeah getting used to the game experimenting I
1: like, with what what can I do with right do? right so like in that way I me and Gorstor go way back right? <laughs> <laughs> I know him pretty well but but like. Like I said, Ellen felt way more familiar, mm. so it's between the two. I definitely didn't like Ted, and I definitely felt like um, Benny's hunger and like his reactions to things mm-hmm. were really forced on me. Like <laughs> that's not how I felt. That's clearly how Benny felt. You I don't had, want to eat a baby. <laughs> you, yeah.
2: And you had an option to eat the gr- the people in the grave. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> all right, calm down, Benny. <laughs> yeah, like that was
1: really forced. And then Nimduck, of course, I'm, that's not me. <laughs> you're you're not a Nazi researcher. Yeah. what? <laughs> so So the guilt in some sense, I um, you know, that's a personal thing. And it, mm. h- it hits me somewhere. and um, then Ellen's familiarity and rationalism, that hits me somewhere else. And so those two I enjoyed..
0: Yeah, yeah I' start yeah. Uh, Benny's, I agree was I did not enjoy Benny's at all. He, you're right about him just wanting to eat everything. Like, <laughs> everything you click is like, oh, I can't... I'm not going to pick this up because I can't eat it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, yes, dude. You're right, though. Do <laughs> you have another response or something? Uh, I did find it funny, though, that it, when you're spawned onto his map, you're placed on the stairs, and the first time you click, you fall down. I thought that was someone That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Even when you
2: try to click up, you fall down. <laughs> uh, um.
0: But, yeah, Gorister... I guess because I started Autumn and you learn everything from it. And it seemed like the most in the middle of out of all of them. He did. Yeah. yeah. In terms of setting and attitude of the predicament he's in. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else seemed to have a theme. I feel like his
1: was more adventure to me. And yeah, it seemed, was very
2: mysterious. Yeah. yeah.
1: He seemed affected by the 109 years. Mm-hmm. like Like everyone else was sort of where they left off or whatever, but like... Um, you could actually feel it. Yeah, like Nimdok was still in denial, and uh, Benny was still selfish, mm-hmm. but Gorster, after all these years, he just wants to die. He can't take it anymore. I feel like there was more things to click and do in
0: Gorster's as well. Uh,
2: yeah, I agree. There was. Uh, I think um, the like, puzzles, actually, they're much more extensive than the others, in my opinion. Um, at least, I, that's how I perceived it. Um, yeah. I don't know if you, you agree. I don't know, man.
0: Maybe that was the first level they made, so they spent more time on it. Yeah. Like, compare it to Benny's, where it's just, like, the caves. You just go left and right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, like, you're in a blimp upstairs. You got, like, four doors. You then take the blimp down. You got that whole area. And you even have
2: to go in. You go into the... What is the name of the... Uh, honky-tonk? Honky Tonk? Honky Tonk. Honky Tonk. And then you have to go back up there, and then you come back down. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot more to do. Yeah. I agree with you. There was
1: you. a lot to mess up. <laughs> that's, that's also yeah. very true I yeah. kept on walking to the desert when I just wanted to get the shovel <laughs> Like that's true I just want to get the shovel <laughs> good thing I saved attempt heart one <laughs> I also, attempt
0: shovel 20
1: yeah
2: <laughs> um, Everything was much more subtle, too. So in the bathroom, for, exa- for example, I, there were all the uh, graffiti mm-hmm. uh, in the bathroom. And, you know, there, I don't know, that that seemed really subtle to me. It was like,
0: wow,
1: yeah, that's really cool. More enigmatic. There, yeah, absolutely. Um, like the other references, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: Going to gameplay, do you agree that something I tried, you know, I saved and then went back, is that you can't do the th- flush three times before talking to the jackal. Yeah. You have to do the heart thing. Yep. Yeah, you can't just stumble upon it. Do you yep. agree that they did that? Put like, that like uh, restriction there that you have to go through this. agree that it was good. Is that what you're asking? I guess. What are your thoughts about them?
2: Well, I think you might be confused because uh, so I actually this is a fun fact. I actually flushed it twice. I um, did the same. Yeah, yeah, I flushed yeah. Flushed it twice. Yeah. yeah. So you know that was I fun. I flushed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you killed the moon. Right. <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I yeah. did yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I I think because they are trying to tell this this specific linear story, and I think um, and to to an extent linear. Um, I I think that works out, but I don't know because you might be confused because then if you go back because because a lot of the dialogue. Um, if you notice, so say if you progress and then you go back, they'll use the same things as though this other thing didn't happen. Uh, so Benny, for for example, I think when when the mother um, is killed or she's sacrificed, yeah. you go back to the caves and look at the caves. you will say, "Oh, this is the cave of the mother and the boy. Yeah. It's no longer just the, the the kid in the cave." So it's as though it's like, "Oh, the mother still exists," and they're, they're, that that persists throughout the game in a lot of different uh, scenarios. Um... Not entirely sure what, what I was trying to get with that. <laughs> as, as far as
1: the bathroom goes... <laughs> right, yes. This may be a solution that was never intended, and I'm just going to, like, read my interpretation on it, is the uh, Chinaman... Or not the Chinaman. The Russian was the Jackal. Correct? He said, I saw a Chinaman today. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. So the Jackal... I like,
2: like the Jackal a lot, by the way.
1: Yeah, he was, he was a fun character. Yeah. So he opened this... Um, or maybe it wasn't the Jekyll, maybe it was the, the demon uh, in jackal form. I'm not sure which.
0: Uh, Considering it was someone who was seemingly helping you throughout, I, I would guess it
1: would be the Russian. Well, he needed collateral, is what <coughs> that was the thing. Like, it was part of a trade. Now, oh, it probably okay. wasn't the demon because you only ever see the demon in the circle, so I think it was the Russian. But I'd have to look back because the um, text is always color coded to the character. The Russian only speaks in blue. And, uh, I don't recall what Jackal's color was, but I don't believe it was blue, so it was gray.
0: That'd be interesting if they did keep consistently, but they may so, not do it just because of a
1: design outlook yeah. or either way though, he the jackal whoever he is manipulates the world. So I think maybe he only uh, opens the bathroom thing in exchange for your heart. Mm-hmm. So like it's the, that's the trait. So it wouldn't be open until you've made the deal with him. If you Mm. want that solution.
0: I'm down.
2: Okay, let's do it. But yeah, I I agree that Gorsuch's story was my favorite.
0: Um, And you can die from the very beginning when you get the gun. Yep. Yeah. You can use it on so many things. Yeah. And you just kill
2: yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's powerful enough to, what is it, kill an elephant? Is that what Kill an elephant?
1: Yeah. I was looking for an elephant the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It was eerie, too. Like, it was a good eerie start, but not (laughs) like... um, it wasn't eerie like in traditional motifs of like, um like camps or oh, okay. or witchcraft. Like it was just a lonely eeriness. Yeah, like,
0: when you when you play it, you feel like that. Oh, this is what the rest of the game's gonna be like. Yeah, but then you play Ted's and you're at some haunted mansion or haunted <laughs> castle. And it's like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was nice
1: that there was a talk to option, like that. That was always there because was like. I'm going to get to talk to someone eventually, but right now it's so lonely. Yeah, it's yeah. like playing Metroid Primes 1 and 2, and like, there's really not a lot of people to talk to, but then Metroid Prime 3, you finally have people you can talk to, and it was kind of lousy, but still.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I mean, I tried talking to uh, the rats? machines and the rats, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Try everything Try with it. everything. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe it's just the power of nostalgia, too, because I started that and then, you know, I just, uh, I would have finished the game had there not been technical glitches today. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much just, so the first day, again, I spent the most time and that was one day and that was Gorister, And then it was yesterday and then today that I finished the rest of the game. Um, so yeah, I don't know, maybe I have a very short nostalgia span. It's like, oh, yeah. wow. Back. A couple days ago, when I played Gorister's story, <laughs> that was yeah, that was the, that was the greatest. <laughs> the nineties, man, that was good.
1: Yeah, I I think the Teds could have been a lot better, mm-hmm. especially since he was the main character, the narrator of the um, short story. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Gorister felt like the, I don't, know, I don't know. Yeah, okay, never mind. Anyways, no, so.
1: he did. He did feel like maybe he should have been. He should the have man. been it. Yeah. Or really, Nimdok was the main because he had so, he had so
2: much involvement with uh, with with Am and everything. I didn't re- that, that 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 that's pretty crazy. Yeah, so, I like the background story for that.
1: So Nimdoc, um, when he was experimenting on people, he um, created uh, like a, a what is it. A... Genetic. Uh, ant- morph. Morph. Whatever. Yeah. Morphing to thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. What?
2: Uh, wait, so, when you're in his lab, there's that uh, case and it has the rat turning into the cat.
1: Ah, okay. And if you examine it, he talks about that thing that he was working on to, um. What was... It? it was, uh, yeah, it was. It's what Am ends up using to mm-hmm. make people live forever. Yep. And then also his. Pleasure for torture. Am finds like that aspect of his id in Nimdok. So um, Nimdok and like the, like they're really kin in um, in the game and kind of in the short story too. He mm-hmm. treats him a little differently than the others. Very That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would definitely spend another Saturday playing through. <laughs> Uh, next Halloween (laughs) (laughs) was it a good Halloween game oh it was perfect if you're into uh, like if you will buy into the suspension of disbelief and like just just sort of like believe that this is like you're part of them you're part of this Hmm. entourage of uh, poor souls trapped for 109 years then it's perfectly eerie Mm -hmm. if you're someone who can't get into raster art and you can't uh be spooked by loneliness (laughs) sorry
2: (laughs) i think uh ellen's um story really brought out a lot of that fear at least for me personally because that just total uh debilitating anxiety at times so it's just like wow that's that's powerful stuff so it, it was very interesting to experience
1: that. yeah yeah, I think, like for me, like the loneliness on the airship, mm-hmm. that was, that kind <clears> of <throat> really strikes a chord, you know.
0: I want to go back to Ellen for a second. I thought it was really interesting that you, you that you have to click on that yellow thing on the ground twice. Mm-hmm. So you got to get over and pick yeah, it up. Yeah, you have to get over. And it, yeah. then you wear the yellow thing yeah. to interact with the yellow
1: things. That's, yep. that's cool. That is <laughs> so cool. The idea that you're, you're covering your eyes with the thing that you don't want your eyes to. Yep. to yeah, yeah super cool it's um like extreme exposure therapy right like yeah yeah like, <laughs> right there you don't want any yellow in your field of view so you make your whole field yeah. of view yellow and in that you overcome this this uh, anxiety that's so cool that was so cool <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> this ends on okay <laughs> Okay, well, I hope you guys enjoyed watching this swirling of
1: uh, inhumanes or I have no mouth and I must scream.
2: <laughs> and uh, next time we'll have uh, actual things to swirl.
0: Maybe.
1: maybe. More than just. <laughs>
2: oh, wow! <laughs> we both said maybe. We'll have a metaphorical swirling of themes and ideas uh, using our minds, but we'll also have uh, physical, uh, empirical things which we can see in Swirl. We'll be
1: playing Transistor. And um, (laughs) we'll we'll try to link any references that we have down below. So um, the particular interview I was talking about or a link to a short story online. Mm -hmm. uh, You can find that uh, in the link down below.
2: What is the standard uh, YouTube format? You say you use your fingers like I point down below. But what what if the YouTube format changes in the future and somehow yeah, the all the like this. Yeah, and there's no the the old yeah, videos. That's happening. That's, that's, like that. <laughs> that's So
0: maybe we should. What do we do? Just You're you, you point below. everywhere. Everywhere. All four sides. Okay. But, but then what if video becomes what a What if circle? we just use like a
2: metaphysical <laughs> pointing <to go> <laughs> it That's
1: not metaphysical. You went like this. That's physical. That,
2: that was trying to symbolize. Oh, you're right. I can't.
1: You can't. It's, it's just, metaphysical. You're
2: right. <laughs>
1: you can say the link.
2: <laughs> <Just like.
1: laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, the link where the link is.
2: The link where the link is. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye now. <laughs>